0: <laughs> i I cannot just fathom what i just watched this tonight was is going to be one of the most gut-wrenching losses that i'm going to be talking about on this youtube channel i have in my short a period of time of being a YouTube content creator, TikTok content, whatever you want to call it, talking about Philly Sports. I have never witnessed a loss so gun wrenching like we saw tonight. 7-1. You had a fucking 7-1 lead heading into the ninth inning. All you had to do was close this bad boy out. We can bitch and complain about the runs all we want. And yeah, they just they definitely absolutely 110% went stagnant after the inning. But you have 7-1 lead in the top of the ninth inning, you have to close this game out. You can now not allow seven runs to happen. I see a lot of people pointing the fingers at the bats. A lot of the people pointing the fingers at, at, at the manager. The fact of the matter is, this performance by the Phillies team has been fucking terrible. If it's not one night, it's the hitting. It's the other night, it's the pitching. The starting pitching. its the It, it hasn't really been the bullpen too much this year, so it's really tough to crush this bullpen. This is the first time the bullpen really has crushed our fucking game and our fucking minds in one game. And the uh, Joe Girardi obviously will always get the criticism. He gets most of the criticism here tonight. And I'm gonna, I'm not here to defend Joe Girardi, but I'm gonna give you my take on it. But this, regardless of what you saw tonight, this tr- truly feels gut wrenching. The New York Mets literally own the Philadelphia Phillies, and all these stinking bratty dumbass Mets fans are gonna be crawling up all of our comment section. And this is their fucking fault. This is the Philadelphia Phillies fault. I'm embarrassed as a Philadelphia Phillies fan. This is unacceptable by all stretch of the means. And I don't want to hear any more of the early. It's too early in the season anymore, including myself, because you know what? It is early in the season. But guess what? All of all of your games against the New York Mets are happening early on in the season. So whatever we can live with a a, a sweep to the Texas Rangers. But what we cannot live through is three straight series losses to the New, to the New York Mets. And you know what? I if they win this series or somehow find a way to split this series, that, is, to me, is going to be a miracle on its own. Because after tonight, like, how do they bounce back tomorrow? And we'll get to tomorrow's pitching match because that's even more daunting as it is. But t- this tonight is so gut-wrenching for the Phillies going forward throughout the season. It is a long season, and I get that. But in the division, you've already put yourself in the fucking hole. Like, How are you supposed to climb out of it? Eleven and 15, fourth in the NL East. Yeah, there's a lot of baseball left to be played, but you cannot like now. You have to hope that you're you're going against the Nationals. Obviously, you already lost a series to the Miami Marlins, and the and when you you haven't faced off against the Atlanta Braves. But now you got to hope that you get some seriously good results against those guys. Because yes, you do need to keep track within the division, especially with division series, guys. This is. One of the most historically terrible losses in Philly sports history. Yes, I said that in Philly sports history. This one game, this one regular season game out of 162 games, is top 10. One of the worst regular season losses we have seen in this city. Honestly, as far as regular season goes, I don't. I can't really think of too many losses like this. I think for me personally. Doing YouTube and doing these game recaps for the last two years, I think the nine to nothing Rangers loss last year, that was got me that got me slightly bit less angry than what I'm I am tonight. But this is by all means too far to stretch. Absolutely too far to stretch. All right, guys, we're gonna attempt to do a game recap. We're gonna attempt to keep it professional as well. I already cursed enough of it. That I listen. We all deserve to curse after tonight, all right? We all deserve to show our frustrations. And, of course, as always, guys, I want to hear from you guys. Listen, I'm here for you people, all right? I'm here for the Philly sports fans. I'm here to, to allow you guys to vent to hear you guys out. I know you guys are, fr- if I'm frustrated, if I'm upset, if I'm pissed off, I can only imagine how you guys feel. So right now, the link is right now in the, in the comment section. If you guys want to come in, we'll have people coming in a little later on in the show. Uh, you guys can hang out backstage. Backstage is currently open for whoever wants to hang out for right now. Um, and then we'll get you guys in, but yeah, we'll, we we need, we need some, we need some comments from the Phillies fans. I'll of course, drop in the comment section. Uh, any comments, questions, concerns you guys have tonight. And, of course, I already know the Mets fans are running up the, the TikTok comment section. It's completely okay. Keep running my numbers up. I really do appreciate that. That's the beauty of it is when um, the Phillies do play this fucking terribly, the Mets fans, for whatever reason, are just looking to uh, to, to, to just run it up on, on Phillies fans, which I, I, I personally don't do that. I like to have fun in games, but please, by all means, definitely do do that. And, of course, let's get the business out of hand. I do want to thank our friends over at La Terrain Watches. Uh, Lot's Terrain Watches is the proud sponsor of all game recaps and the El Parcino Philly YouTube channel. Uh, right now, guys, make sure you guys go check out Lot's Terrain Watches. They still have the special out right now for Mother's Day: fifty dollars, free shipping for the rose gold watch. It is absolutely beautiful. You guys need to definitely check that out. So make sure you guys go head out over to Lot's Terrain Watches, and when you go to the checkout page, make sure you guys use the promo code El Parcerolo. I'm sorry, Parcino Philly for ten percent off. Of your purchase of a Lot Terrain watch, you definitely don't want to miss out. And and I appreciate our friends over at La Terrain Watches uh, because, listen, it, at least at least we got these guys that are definitely have hardbacks. the Phillies? They definitely definitely do not have heart back status for sure. But let's get into tonight's game. And like I mentioned, you had a seven to one lead. So bottom of the first, it couldn't have been the the best start ever. Like this was the perfect start for a game. Um, you get a Kyle Schwarber walk, followed by an Alec Boehm fielder's choice that puts runners on first and second for Bryce Harper, who would go up um, and hit a double, his eighth double of the season. That would bring uh, Kyle Schwarber in and already a one nothing lead after three batters in the first inning. Uh, at Following Bryce Harper, you had a Nick Cassiano ground out, but that would bring in Bryce. I'm sorry, that would bring in Alec Boehm. Uh, followed by that, you had a JT Romito single. Uh, and that would bring in Bryce Harper, and now you're up three to nothing through five uh five in your in your lineup there. So that's that that's the kind of night it started for these guys. You had a Reese, what, Reese Hoskins walk, Gene Segura with a RBI single to bring in JT Realmuto, and advance Reese Hoskins' the second. You had a, a double head on a flyout followed by a Johan Camargo ground out, and that would end the first inning for the Phillies. You had all everyone in the lineup bat in the first inning, nine batters. You put up four runs. Um, off of, uh, was it, like six hits. It was, it was truly, or, or five or five hits. It was a perfect way to start off the inning, uh, to start off this game. And the best part about it, uh, at, you know, for, for Alec Bohm, who started off the first inning really well, you know, going into the second inning, you just feel more comfortable going into the second, knowing you have a four, nothing lead. It really makes things that much easier for you, uh, to moving forward in the second inning. Um, you had a Kyle Schwarber double. Obviously, we're batting. We're we're back to the top of the order again. Kyle should double followed by a album single. Bryce Harper followed that get a flyout, but with men on second and third with one out. Nick Castellanos delivering again. We talked about it last night how big he was for the Phillies. Three, uh, three for four. Obviously, the he should have had a home run thanks to the Steve Bartman of Philadelphia, uh, and he would he would have a, a ground. A, um, he would have a force out to Francisco Lindor, um, and that would uh, and that would bring in Kyle Schwarber in that instance, and then move Alec Boehm to second and Nick Castellanos to first. But uh, five to nothing here for the Philadelphia Phillies. We move over to two uh, two innings later in the bottom of the fourth inning, the Phillies would tack on some more runs. Uh, you had this was a this was a truly an incredible inning. So you had Bryce Harper uh, batting second in this inning. He hits a solo shot home run, and then after that, Nick Castellanos is like, "Bro, I want a piece of that." So he hits a home run as well, and there we go. You got the seven to nothing lead for the Philadelphia Phillies through four innings of play. So now it is the tough challenge of trying to hold this lead. Uh, and throughout this season, with what we've seen this year, you feel you felt confident that the Phillies would close this out, and really did feel like the Mets were kind of down and out. But little did they know. Um, they were they were brewing away. They, they knew that they knew something was going to happen. They were just trusting their own process. Um, and things really went sour. Uh, and it started in the top of the sixth inning. So you had a Starling Marte solo shot home run uh, with two outs. And that would put one run up for the New York Mets. So it's a 7-1 game. We get into the seventh. We get into the eighth inning. And the shit show begins in the top of the ninth inning. So you have James Norwood coming in. Jerry's familiar in the inning prior did a really solid job of getting out of it. So we go with James Norwood for the ninth. Um, guys, I mean, I think you guys know the story here. Uh, se- seven runs were scored in this inning. You had James Norwood pitching. You also had Corey Canabel finishing this game out. You had 11 batters. OK, 11 batters in this inning. Like, I, I I can't I can't put together like how ridiculous that sounds. Eleven batters, seven runs in the ninth inning. And it just it, it was just an avalanche. Like James Norwood, uh, he starts off with a single to, to, for Starling Marte, a home run by Francis Lindor, who absolutely rocks this to the Mets bullpen. And then you had a Pete Alonzo double. Nothing Alec Boehm can do on that one. And he just gets he gets himself another double in this in this in the series. And uh, you get a couple of batters later. Once you had Jeff McNeil on base, as well as uh, Pete Alonzo, Mark Cahania comes in with a it hits a single that brought in Pete Alonzo. And then it just kept escalating from there. You had a J.D. Uh, Davis double that brought in um, brought in Jeff McNeil. You had a Brandon Nimmo single to tie things up as he brought in Mark Cahania. Uh, You had Travis Jankowski actually pinched running for the Mets. Janko from Lanko comes in this game to just, you know, have a little little giggle as he's running through bases. And then the the game winning run, essentially Starling Marte after a single and be top of this inning gets a double later on in this inning. And that would bring in Brandon Nimmo. And that was really all she wrote. Eight to seven to head into the bottom of the ninth inning. The worst part about it was uh, Nick Castellano suffered a little bit of a hand injury, so he had to get subbed out for Roman Quinn. Roman, of course, you all know if he's not bunting, he's getting struck out, and he got struck out to start it off. JT Realmuto with a ground up, up, the, up the middle, and then Reese Hoskins goes down swinging as well, and that would really do it. The Philadelphia Phillies really blew a six-run lead in the top of the ninth inning. Like, the Phillies haven't done this since I was born. They did this in 1994, and this it's literally been 28 years since they've done this to this team. Listen, I'm not one of these fans who likes to throw out the money. Like, I know Sixers fans like to throw out Tobias Harris's contract. I know Phillies fans have been throwing the payroll that the Phillies have right now, but dude, the, the, the fact. Phillies spent this much money, actually went over the luxury tax. For this to be the year, you blow a six-run lead in the ninth inning. The New York Mets have never in their history come back down six six runs and were able to get the job done. This is truly unexcusable. Let's talk about this night. Let's let's dive a little bit deeper into this ninth inning because one gripe I did hear, uh, besides all that I heard tonight, um, why was James Norwood not taken out sooner in this game? Um, listen, let's look, let's, let's look at what James Norwood did in the top of the ninth inning, his first three at bats, a single by Stanley Marte, a home run by Francisco Lindor and a double by Pete Alonzo. At that point, Joe is already calling. Uh, he's, he already went to the, uh, after those three batters, he already went to the mound twice and, 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 has got to get ready. Like it takes time for a pitcher to warm up. He was literally cold. He got up and he started, he started warming up. He needs to warm up. Like, I, I like, and I think that is also part of the reason why, like, to also bat out for Corey Canable, too. And that is very, very surprising as well. He's been really solid for the Phillies, where he has been showing us that he deserves to be the closer. And he's rushed out there to try to save the night. And already, like, the, you guys can understand, like, the momentum was 110% on the Mets. And it, to me, like James Norwood, like it's crazy because literally five days ago, he had a solid, he did had a solid, did a solid job of coming in in relief against those Mets in New York. And he did a solid job for him to just blow it here tonight. I can't really fault Corey Knable too much because that's a tough spot to come into a game and try to close it out. I mean, the, uh, um, what, what was it? What was that? The the Hanya single, the ground ball to Corey Knable. It bounces off of his leg. He goes to get it, and he just like, literally slips and loses his balance, and he takes him a second to throw the ball. The, the, the Starling Marte uh, ground ball to sing for that first single to start off this inning, Johan Camargo, maybe should have gotten to it a little bit quicker, but he really has got a great quick release with that arm. And it, it's To me, it was just an avalanche. It was just a complete avalanche effect. And to me, like tonight is like one of the first nights this season where I'm putting the blame on the bullpen. Like I've heard the the other gripe is that the the Phillies, like they need to be they need to be putting runs. You can't be too complacent. I agree. That is that's literally from the after the fourth inning, you had no runs, and you got guys going up there, and they just you just saw like the demeanor of the Phillies. They looked very, very, very much complacent, and that is a problem as well. I I, want to talk about Joe Girardi real quick. Because I do think that sometimes we misconstrue manager and coach, right? In the NBA, the NFL, and the NHL, you have coaches, right? We don't have a coach right now for the Flyers, but Nick Sariani and Doc Rivers for now, right? Those are coaches. And then you have managers. That is Joe Girardi, and that is Jim Curtin. A manager's job is to manage the game. Those guys don't have the opportunity to go inside the game, call a quick timeout, and get his guys into better positions, call plays, and such and so. Like, this is a game where, yes, Joe has, does go up to the mound, does talk, have a word or two with, with, his, uh, with his pitcher. But to me, the players have to play. We talk about this with the Sixers all the time, but to me, the, not, the, the nonchalantness is on the players. That To me, I'm putting that on the players. Like, this is a divisional game. I get it. You got a 7-1 lead. But do you not remember what the Mets try to do to you literally on Sunday? They try to instigate a goddamn fight. Like, if I'm the Phillies, I'm looking to put up fucking 14 runs on these bastards. After the bull crap that they, and I and kudos to the MLB for, for dropping out suspensions because they definitely deserved it. Yon Lopez and, and, and Buck Shaw, you guys deserve that. But, like, where's the fight? Like, you got Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, Reese Hoskins, JT Real Muto, Kyle Schwarber on this lineup. Where's the fire? What, these guys don't even get pissed off. Like, I know, I know baseball is not football. It's not hockey, right? It's not that type of sport. It's very, 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 very much a mental game. But there's an edge. There's a swagger you got to play with. You got, like, to, like I, I really do hope that the, 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 if we lose the next three games, show some fucking emotion. Because this is unacceptable. And forget the fans for your own goddamn self. You have aspirations. Nick Castellano's telling you he came here for a chance to win. You can't win with no backbone. This is embarrassing. I get it. We're all upset. I, to me, I can't put this fully on Joe Girardi. I, that's, that's just me right now. If to, if the net, if you do get swept here, then that's a different story. And I'm not ready to visit that conversation because to me, firing a manager within the season is, is it's, it's not a good look guys. It's it, it, it just brings a shit show. It really does guys. And I, and I'm not really here. I'm hoping that Joe Girardi figures out. He does have the respect of his guys. It's me I think the guys have respect for their own goddamn selves. Have some respect. Have some dignity. Have some pride. Man, yeah, this is, this one hurts, man. You got Adonis Medina. Adonis Medina. Once upon a time, once upon a time in Philadelphia, in our farm system for the Phillies. The two prospects, it was Spencer Howard, it was Adonis Medina. The rotation's gonna be great for a decade. And obviously both of them flamed out. And Adonis Medina, he goes two and two, two uh two thirds here tonight. And he had a solid outing against the Phillies. He allowed one hit tonight, one strikeout, through two and two thirds. And he's just got this, he's got that freaking smile on his face. Like, cause he cause he wants to get put one up on the Phillies. Oh boy, it's 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 just rough, man. It's just rough. Um, I don't, don't know how to feel after this game. Yeah, Mike, I, I don't know either. I I, I really don't know how, how to feel either. Like what exactly what is it that we actually watch? I, I, I really don't know. To me, like this, like I said, this to me is top five, one of the worst regular season losses we have ever encountered in Philly sports history out of all five. I've never seen anything like this. Um I I did see one time when I was younger, it was the Chicago Bears on an afternoon Sunday game. Brian Greasy was the quarterback of the Bears, and if I'm not mistaken, he scored three t- or two touchdowns in the midst of three minutes or two minutes, something like that. that I don't have to look it up. It was probably like 2006, 2007. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible loss. I can't, if you guys, if you guys have any losses in Philly sports, as you can think that is worse than this, please drop in the comment section because I want to know. I flat out want to know. All right. With that being said, guys, I'm going to get to your comments, questions, and concerns in just a bit. Um, I am going to put the co- the link in the comment section. Again, if you guys do want to come on, this is the thing to do it. I'm sure everyone is pissed off as I am. So I want to hear what everyone has to say here tonight, but we're going to go backstage and we're going to start off with my man, Mr. Charlie. Charlie, what's going on, Matt, brother? How's How you feeling? you feeling?
1: I got a I got a lot to say today.
0: I'm we're here for it, man. What you got, Charlie?
1: So I'm 11 years old, and I've never, never in any in any baseball game, right, seen this. I just don't know how you can be up seven to one in the ninth inning. If when I saw this, because I I wasn't able to watch the ninth inning, but when I saw this on ESPN, I was like, let's go, we got this win. This is a good win for us, you know. We put up seven runs. We put up four in the first, right? Three, four?
0: We put up four in the first. You put yeah, up seven in the in the, through the first four.
1: Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is over, right? But then I checked back, and it's seven to five. I'm like, how is this possible? And then I look what happens. is Francisco Lindo or home run. Mark can. Like, I just don't know. I personally think in the ninth inning, you should have just started off with Corey Knable. What do you think about that? Do you think
0: so? That's a good point, point. and like I mentioned, it, it's a tough spot because Norwood literally last weekend came had- in, in the bullpen and looked solid. So that's a tough great spot. Outing. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough spot for Joe Girardi to go out there. It, 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 he he just lost it. He he had he had a bad outing, and that definitely happens. But what a worst possible way to do it. His first two, his first three hitters. You just mentioned that home run. That was the second. You got a yeah. Starling Marte single, then you got a double after that from Pete Alonso. And to yeah. me, like it's hard to shake that off after after that, man.
1: It really is, and then you put you put in Knable, but then the pressure's on him. I mean, he's in a tough situation. They're With drag- Rush
0: warming up, man, he rushed to warm up.
1: Yeah, he he barely warmed up. They barely got him in, and we just couldn't. And then Roman Quinn. I mean, his speed is good, but he's not. He's not um. He's not it's the guy. It's probably
0: get on base. What? It doesn't help if he can't get on base. Like, yeah, what's the point on of the base. speed if you can't get on base?
1: He, he can't. I don't even know why we signed him back, but that's besides the point. uh um, boy. Yeah, but, um, yeah, you know, we – and then we came back, and then we just couldn't we, – we were down one run. I thought, you know, there was hope. I mean, you had real Muto Hoskins. Maybe we could get something going, but – We couldn't get anything going. And I think also the thing that Philly fans are overreacting here is people are saying to fire Girardi. I don't think you fire him in the middle of the season because I think it just gets worse. If you bring in a new manager in the middle of the season, I say you just you know get the season over with Girardi, and then we can look at things.
0: If things really spiral out of hand, and I'm talking like – they get five more wins by July. Then, like, yeah, like I think at that point you you revisit that and you look yeah. at who's the potential managers. Um, like I said, at some point, like these players, like we, I think the perfect example is Gabe Kapler. Like these players did not perform up to par with Gabe Kapler. You see Gabe Kapler go to San Francisco. They're a really good baseball team. Right? Yep. He just won. He won the. I think he won the Manager of the Year last year, the NL Manager of the Year. Yeah. He's got these guys in the playoffs. He's got these guys playing great baseball. At some point, these players have to look deep down into themselves. I, I don't think it's so much of the, the managers, but you got a high payroll. And I don't like looking at payroll, but when you have a high payroll, you that tells you you have a certain type of players, elite type of players. And you got to show up in moments like this. You cannot allow a 7-1 uh, lead just, just disappear like that.
1: You can't because you signed, you went over the luxury tax to sign Caspianos Um, Schwarber, you, you have, your lineup is, their lineup is so good. Like, obviously, you know, you know, um, eight and nine aren't as good, but you still have Johan Camargo's pretty good. I mean, you, you guys signed so, you guys spent so much money in the off season and you just, you can't blow seven to one leads. And like you said, I've been, you know, obviously watching the show the whole time, but, uh, um, my biggest thing was that i agreed with you on was you gotta show some heart the players i mean you gotta i want i i know people you know might get frustrated at this but if there's a bad call harper's gotta you gotta at some point you gotta show something i mean you can't just you you know you can't just strike or you know we can't be down a lot a lot and then just show no emotion. I mean, you are they're either holding it in or, I mean, there's no heart, you know?
0: Absolutely, man. Any hope for tomorrow?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Who's on the mound?
0: Oh, you do not want to know. <laughs> you do not want to know. It's Kyle Gibson versus Max Scherzer. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> man, yeah, i man. go to the Sixers. I know it's not <laughs> 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 and then you got Embiid out oh god is he man, gonna be a fun
0: friday man <laughs> is he is he gonna play uh, i would assume that'll be a game time decision i'll obviously keep an eye on it um but yeah I think that'll be a game time but it, it could be another rough night tomorrow and the thing is too like it's it hasn't been a good week in Philly sports let's be honest and then I'm like looking at tonight like seven one like let's go this is the one thing that gets yeah, me, gets that me excited and then boom yeah it's, it's it's just, just like
1: absolutely there's no way. Like I actually like like I'm 11 years old, right? I've been watching sports since I was three. I've nice, never man. seen this. I've never seen something le- like where it's just like wow. Like you, all you had to do was get three outs. It wasn't like you were up seven to one in the fifth inning and you had to go through four more. It was three outs. You either could strike out guys, get you just had to get guys out. You didn't. It wasn't. You know they they just had to keep. Things calm, simple, relax, and
0: finish it out. Well said, well said, Charlie. We'll see you for the next one, brother. I appreciate you. Thank Thanks you so much. For having me, thank you. Thank you. Shouts out to Charlie. It, it's you know what's crazy too. Just a quick t- tidbit here, or just side note here. Um, I really got deep into sports when I was 11 years old, and I even wonder like if I had all these avenues like YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, like how, and, and I I would literally like just. Absolutely bore the crap out of my parents and my friends I was just so obsessed with sports. And I it's it's so dope that we have these outlets here. But I appreciate Charlie for coming on in here. One good point that he did bring up the whole firing of the manager in the middle of the season. I think I'll be honest, with you, I think the only sport where I see that actually work at a higher rate is the NHL. Like you even saw this season where Mike Yo comes in after Vigno gets fired and these guys get a jolt of energy. They played a much better style of hockey. I think Mike Yo realized that the dump and chase just really wasn't working for the Flyers and having more of a possession based hockey was, was more conducive for the team. And that's the only sport where I really see it happen. Like I don't really see that working in the NHL, the MLS, the NBA or the MLB. So I know we all are tired of Joe Girardi, but it really would, ha- like I said, it have to take a catastrophic downfall going forward through the summer for Joe Girardi to be gone. But to me, again, this is more on the players than it is the manager. He's a manager. He's not a coach. All right? These guys have to show up. When you're making the money you do, like you guys always say, you guys say the same crap about Tobias Harris. You got to show up and play. You have to. And you can't be complacent either. This is a divisional game. And we all know that the Mets, early on in the season, they treat it like it's the World Series. Like, the at Mets in April, they think it's September for them. They're, like, reversed with their months. It's, it's weird. It's very weird. I'm surprised I don't see more hoodies and turtlenecks, but I digress there. Um, you got to show up, you know? And the, the problem is is that all these mashups against the Mets are right now. There are 29 of your first, first 31 games are against the New York Mets, and already you're down, what, we, we, we went through seven, eight games against the New York Mets? we got twins to show for It's acceptable you're gonna put yourself in a hole that you do not want to try to climb out of uh what's up philly sports talk i appreciate you coming in here man it's no words no words is a great way to put it man uh just Los. i've never seen you here i appreciate you coming in philly sports are cursed COVID took out the union and damn. damn it just lose. You literally read my mind. I, I'm literally thinking to myself, cause like what a night like tonight, you just get in a very depressive sports mode. You start thinking of all the, 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 the bad mishaps. You start thinking of the union, of the union COVID game. You, like you mentioned, you start thinking about, uh, you, you talk about the six down two. I think I think about the Toronto game two years ago, uh, the quiet Leonard shot that that one haunts me. still so to this day, I think about Alshon Jeffrey dropping the, uh, the past to get intercepted that team could have made it to the Super Bowl again and could have won it again. Um, I, I mean, the, I think of the Flyers the last decade, not just one moment. I guess Patrick Kane's goal in the 2010 Stanley Cup, I guess that's kind of what I think about. It. And the Phillies, the same thing, man. Do you know what the Phillies, I think of tonight, all right? I think of tonight because this is just absolutely terrible. Uh, Morgan, we're, we're just don't mind. We're out here we're just uh we're, we're, we're drowning in our sorrows, brother. We're just drowning in our sorrows. I think the Phillies might be so as a trade. Ah, dude, I can't start thinking of trade. I cannot do that to myself. I cannot start thinking about trade deadline. I cannot start thinking about Joe Girardi getting fired. It's I, I know I said I wouldn't say it, but it's too I can't do it. I can't do it. All right. I'm only going to answer the legit questions here, guys. I, I get it. Mets fans have nothing better to do um but i want i love my phillies fans and i i'm here for you guys uh one goal pain i feel you brother uh go phillies by one. the bull it's one game this is what i'm saying is one game the bullpen has been really solid this year guys honestly how many games this year have you actually sit here said to yourself this bullpen is still trash literally like jerry's familiar had a good outing in the eighth I don't know what happened to James. I really cannot tell you what happened to James Norwood here tonight, but he literally five days ago looked good against this same team. There's just no, there's no excuse for it. Seven to one, Kevin to lose eight plus eight to seven. Absolutely, man. Uh, Carter, I feel you, man. One goal. Go Phils, go Phils. Uh, Kevin O says, RIP Philly sports. Uh, Kevin, no, no, absolutely not. Listen, I I get it. Some of you guys don't want to embrace the MLS. That's your problem. But we have a great game on Saturday. And the Union are in first place of the East, going to play against first place of the West. I I don't care what you guys say. I'm literally looking forward to Saturday. I don't care. I don't care about tomorrow night. I don't care what the Phillies do in this series. They could get swept for all I care about. We have an actual legitimate shot of winning a title with our Philadelphia Union. And it's absolutely crazy that we're still neglecting this team. We're still ourselves in this pain of why the Phillies blowing 7-1 leads, watching Joel Embiid crumble, uh, and our Sixers losing the series. Like I don't get it. I just don't. It's just me. Don't mind me. Aiden, I feel you, brother, man. I'm sorry you had to spend that money on going to that game, man. I feel you, man. Uh, the I mean, it's the offseason with the Birds, but they are something to be exciting for with the offseason. I'll give you that. But, listen, the Union are an elite team. <laughs> uh, so much, uh, much. Wait, what? I'm so better. Uh, so much better team to start the season than last year. So we gotta hope. I don't know what you're talking about. If Joel didn't get hurt, we would have also the Sixers doing well. What it could have, should have. Man, you can't control what you can't control. And Joel and B getting injured, we cannot control, brother. Uh, they should have been able to make a game there with. with oh, we're talking now. We're talking about hypotheticals with the Sixers. Um. No, change, what I mean. Uh, uh, one goal. Should we hit the panic button? Um, no, not. I mean, listen. What's what's the goal, right? Like, uh, what did we go into the season? Did we say we wanted to win the division? We always wanted to win the division, but the goal this year was to make the playoffs. I, 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 I'm, I, I This might be a bold, in boring B15. de DeMayo, 2022. I'm saying the Phillies will not win this division. It'll be between the Mets and the Braves. It is what it is. But the goal before the season. And the goal still is to make the playoffs. And obviously, MLB expanded the playoffs. You could take that for a so soul, however you want to take that. But there is an opportunity here for the Phillies to make the playoffs. But it is still really early. It's still early to talk about trade deadline. What, I, what I'm what i referring to, not talking about how early it is, it's about win, get winning games against your division foe. Your main rival, but nonetheless. To get some wins. You just, you and we haven't talked about it, but this is coming, this game, this atrocious game is coming off of getting swept to the Texas Rangers, who were 8 and 14 before coming into Philadelphia, and now are 10 and 14. And now we brought title aspirations back to the crappy city of Dallas as well. So that's the week of for the Phillies, man. Let's go, Eagles, saying that. Uh, I'm, I'm not a Phillies fan anymore. That's that's I I, I can't say I, I don't blame you. I'm obviously gonna be back here tomorrow in the same crappy team. <laughs> Thank you for some of the Rose live. I, I need that live. Live with CG. I needed that Rose. Thank you so much. Ten of them. I. That's really sweet of you. It's really sweet of you. Uh, Don, get a picture. Uh, Don, get a picture. Uh, I was at the game. I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, Jackie. Jackie got dumped. That's even worse, man. Getting dumped and having the Phillies blow a seven-one lead. I don't can't think of a worse night than you, my man. Please, everyone, send our our hugs and and some more some roses to to Jackie, man. I, I I feel you on that one. So, all right, let's close this out, guys. So, real quick, um, after this game, it just doesn't get any better. Uh Tomorrow we have a tough pitching matchup, like we talked about with Charlie. Max Scherzer is going to go up against Kyle Gibson. If the worst possible case scenario after what we saw tonight, we got to go up against Max Scherzer. It, it should be wonderful. What I'm curious with this lineup should be, I think you still got to stick with Kyle Schwarber leading off. Uh, I, I, honestly, I mean, honestly, obviously the lineup wasn't wasn't terrible tonight. It's just when you get lack lack after the fourth inning and you thinking you got this win in hand. This is a division game, guys. Where's the killer mentality? Where's where's the where, where's the grind where's, where's the attitude where's the swagger? Like New York, the New York Mets walked in tonight and although it, it didn't start off in the way they wanted to, they walked in knowing that they are the NLE's champs already. And I understand it's early, but it's a mentality you need to have every single game, game in and game out. The Mets have that swagger right now. Let's see if they can keep it through 162. That's been the challenge for them and I and then if I'm a Mets fan, I'd be very elerious of the fact that they look so good so early. But that's the point, guys. You got all these games going up against these guys early here, man. We gotta, we gotta be, we gotta be better than this. We have to be better than this. I don't, I'm so, cu- and more importantly, I'm so curious how they bounce back tomorrow. Really, am curious because the uh, the odds are all up against them. You got Scherzer on the mound. You just had this atrocious character, demeaning game. And I'm so curious how these guys bounce back. But we'll see. Uh, guys, seriously, thank you so much for tuning on into tonight's Phillies game recap. I appreciate you guys uh, drowning your sorrows with me. Well, it's all together. Um, guys, if you guys enjoyed the content and if you are feeling the same same way I am, it would really put a smile on my face if you guys could hit that like button. And of course, if you have not already, make sure you guys are part of the family. Subscribe to the channel for more Philly sports. Um, and of course, you can find all these videos, lives, the recaps, everything in podcast form. Wherever you stream podcasts, look up point Philly Sports. And of course, make sure you guys subscribe there and never miss out on a podcast episode as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parsero Philly. And I'm telling you guys, I'm just a depressed Phillies fan. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.